Hello and welcome to the Green Business Podcast, a show about climate entrepreneurs and their exciting businesses. I am your host Bharti for these weekly conversations about scaling up a climate-driven business. My guest today is Ashwin Patil, co-founder of Biofuels Junction, which helps companies reduce their fossil fuel consumption by replacing it with sustainable agri-based fuels. These agri-fuels are made from crop waste such as paddy straw, peanut husk, soybean husk, which is otherwise burnt or thrown away. Ashwin, along with his school friend Chaitanya, started the company in 2017. Initially, it was a part-time project while they both managed their day jobs in wealth management and strategy. By 2018, the business was scaling up and they had already onboarded clients like Haldiram and Hindustan Lever. So they quit their jobs and decided to work full time. The company is now present in four states in Central and Northern India and works with 50 plus marquee names, including Marico, Pepsi, Reliance Industries, Thermax and Tata Steel. Thank you, Ashwin, for making time today. Welcome. Thank you very much, Bharti. It's a pleasure to be here on this forum. Uh, Ashwin, uh, you were a wealth manager and you spent 10 plus years in financial services. Talk to us about how you transitioned into agri-fuels. Yeah, uh, that's that's an interesting uh, transition. I mean, just to share a few bits from our uh, you know journey. Basically, I was in finance field for almost 15, 16 years when uh, the entrepreneurial bug bit me. And uh, it was seconded by my college friend and a longtime uh, family associate, Chaitanya, who was with Tata Group and he had worked with ICICI Bank in government relations and strategy. He also wanted to do something on his own. So both of us were scouting for business ideas. That was in way back 2016. So we came across different business ideas, right from cotton to pomegranate farming, you know, various ideas. Uh, But each of the field was almost uh, like uh, in India for so many years, 100 years, 150 years, cotton trade was there for almost 500 years. And we accidentally stumbled upon this particular product, which is uh, biomass briquette. Uh, while while scouting for other ideas, we came across this and we were curious that how come this product has not yet caught the fancy? I mean, it's it's best from the West and uh, we came across the economics of making it as a very viable option. So Mm. we decided to test market this product with some of the clients, whether there is any acceptability where they they uh, see any future for this particular product. And we tried this with some of our uh, acquaintances in uh, marquee companies and there was a very good response and suddenly we came to know that this has already been used by some of the MNCs for like 10 years then. It was was so old then. Uh, One good thing when we uh, dug deep more into that field came to fore that this particular field was not so old in terms of having established players or established supply chain or ecosystem for the entire product. Hmm. Uh, but to those times, unfortunately, the the oil prices were subdued, like the competing fuel prices, uh, furnace oil, 
was at like 17-18 rupees a liter, which is now 60 rupees a liter. Hmm. So that time other other fuels were very cheap. Even coal was at like five six rupees a kg imported coal. Hmm. So there was no justification to go for something like biofuel except for the fact of environment friendly properties. Hmm. So this is how we decided that yes, this this product has future because many MNCs by then had already accepted this product for environmental reason simply because it has no. Uh, greenhouse gas emission and it is you know well accepted for the pollution board this is how our journey of biofuel junction started although accidentally but yes we i think it was meant for us <laughs> yeah that's that's wonderful and now please talk about biofuels junction what do you do what are your key services uh yeah basically we are the manufacturers and aggregators of solid biomass fuel which is made from agriculture residue. Hmm. So what we make is biomass briquettes and pellets. Biomass briquettes are uh, a cylindrical object made by mechanical compression of agriculture residue. This is basically the waste and the residue after harvesting, hmm. which has no alternate use. Some of it goes as fodder and rest of it is burnt in the field. Right. So basically this is waste for the farmer and there's a cost attached to the farmer for disposal of this hmm. because he has to get the farm up and running you know load for the next season or the next crop so this this is available in abundance in india and it is very scattered because india being agrarian country you got to have agri residue at all the nooks and corners of the country hmm. so effectively you got this raw material available across so what we do is basically we process this in a dry stage with mechanical compression and there is a small chemical process which happens on its own. I mean, you don't have to add anything to this. Hmm. With mechanical compression, the cellulose and the lignin of any fibrous material, organic material at around 300 degree comes out and binds the material itself. Hmm. Just to give analogy, when you put the sugar on heat, uh, the caramel comes out and it actually a sticky matter. Similar thing happens in case of uh, agriculture uh, residue. And this is like a natural product. There is no chemical to be added here. Whatever goes in comes out in the same weight proportion except for the moisture loss. So we manufacture and aggregate biomass briquettes and pellets. Briquettes are a 90 mm cylindrical object or the product and pellets are a small like 6, 8, uh, 10 millimeter diameter products which are used more for sophisticated burning or automated burning. So this is pretty much biofuel junction does. Uh, in terms of business model, I think we are presence across India and we operate mainly on asset light model. We have contract manufacturing and franchise arrangement all across India, we deal with market client. So as of now, Biofuel Junction is currently uh, supplying 6,000 tons per month of biofuels uh, to market clients across India. This is pretty much uh, what Biofuel Junction does. In addition to uh, supplying and manufacturing the fuel, we also run the biomass fired boilers in the company on ONM basis, that is operation and maintenance. So we have a te full uh, technical arm of us which takes care of the maintenance and daily running of those boilers and we do it for some of the market companies already it's a uh, i would say simply uh, complementary operation which we run along with our biofuel business okay so let me summarize it uh, there is agri residue all over the country 
so you convert yes. that residue into you compress it and convert it into fuel and you don't do it yourself you have you have outsourced that activity to your network and you then take that fuel and uh, give it to uh, companies who need it for running their boilers or furnaces or whatever right correct correct the the fuel is used in industrial boilers in place of furnace oil and coal for burning and the benefit they derive is there is minimal sulfur emission from this biofuel there is hardly any sulfur emission in terms of carbon dioxide emission also since it was getting burnt in the fuel now it is going burn getting burnt into boiler there is it, it is said to be carbon neutral because you're not you know extracting any additional material and burning it into the boiler uh, in terms of pollution parameters it is much superior to furnace oil and coal that's why even on environmental factor basis it is a superior fuel to coal and furnace oil the fossil fuels okay okay no we will come to that um, uh, so uh, when we are comparing it with fossil fuel uh, let us talk about uh, you know energy density of this fuel cost and then let us you know talk about carbon footprints as well sure sure uh okay uh in terms of in terms of the entire process uh, it will be helpful to explain and get to the energy density so the biomass uh, agri residue which is available everywhere is volumetric in weight right. so it has like it has volumetric it has bulk density of almost uh, 150 to 200 kg per cubic meter hmm. so it is difficult or unviable to transport to a larger distance okay so one way of using that agriculture residue for burning into boiler is to densify it hmm. that's why this briquetting process comes into picture so once this biomass residue is uh, densified in the form of briquet it gets into the density of 550 to 650 kg per cubic meter so it is viable to transport easier to store and efficient in burning so you get all those properties in the briquetting process in terms of energy density any agriculture residue has basic calorific value in it because of the carbon content in it and you know uh, lignin and uh, the cellulose typical calorific value for any agriculture residue is 3400 to 3600 kilocalorie per kg so when you make briquet you are basically carrying 3500 of base kilocalorie in 1 kg of briquet how does it compare with other fuel uh, say indian coal has calorific value ranging from 2500 to maybe 4000 kilocalories depending on the grade or even higher indonesian or the imported coal has uh, calorific value from 4000 to 6000 kilocalorie per kg Mm-hmm. other fuels like your furnace oil has close to 10000 kilocalorie per kg because those are superior fuel but if you compare on a cost basis yeah. at the current juncture on a calorific value basis biofuels are way cheaper i mean just to share one example uh, if you burn 1 kilo 1 liter of diesel uh, it will cost you 110 rupees and uh, the kilocalories you derive are like 11000 1 kg of lpg uh, the gas will cost you uh, commercial lpg will cost you close to 85 rupees a kg it will give you 9000 kilocalories hmm. furnace oil 
1 kg will burn at around 65 rupees a kg it will give you 9000 kilocalories and to or if if you take indonesian coal it is costing 15 rupees landed it will give you around 4500 kilocalories mm-hmm. now to replace that you will require either 1.5 kg to 3 kg of briquet like kilocalorie fig uh, uh, value equivalent and even at current levels you will it will cost you between 12 rupees to 25 rupees to replace 25 rupees 25 to 30 rupees to replace diesel and 1.5 that is 12 rupees to replace coal so on across all the fossil fuels briquettes are viable phosphorus at the current juncture considering the energy density yeah yeah okay got it so yes. so currently you said that you know briquettes are far cheaper but that is also because you know now the fuel price are at historical highs uh, so uh, okay and that that may continue in near term so so that's good uh, now uh, uh, you know when we see our country we are a agri country and there is so much of biomass all around which you also said but unlike yes. solar we haven't seen this opportunity uh, expand right we have very few players who are uh, who are doing biofuels today so is it because because there are you know there are other challenges that that are difficult to surmount yes i, I think it's a very valid point bhakti uh, as you can see there are solar companies which are large in size and you haven't heard of a biofuels company which is large in size yet uh, the primary reason is scalability uh, when i mention about agriculture residue being volumetric in weight the main challenge it poses for scaling up the business is aggregating large quantum of agriculture residue so you can have agriculture residue collected in a radius of maximum say 20 25 kilometers beyond that it becomes unviable or becomes costly and collecting that much agriculture residue at one location requires huge space because it is volumetric mm-hmm. in weight yeah. so there are typical small manufacturing plants which are put up in rural india and they have capacity to manufacture between 200 to 600 you know depending on how many machines i put mm-hmm. of biofuels 200 to 600 tons per month of briquettes or pellets in rural india right so going by that parameter there is a limitation for the manufacturing facility to scale up beyond a certain limit there are plants who manufacture 1000 also going for two hmm. shifts three shifts but consistently throughout the year making that quantum is difficult second uh, in monsoon rainy season it catches moisture it 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 has uh, the moisture levels goes up marginally and this being a natural binding process moisture is the biggest enemy in briquetting or pelleting process so the output uh, diminishes in uh, the mo- monsoon season yeah. so these are some of the factors third is if you go into rural areas uh, not all locations you have continuous and efficient electricity supply many of the uh, plants currently in vidarbha region are or any other region are facing power cuts so that is another hindrance fourth is having efficient transport available that is a big factor if you are close to the city or the industrial area you are lucky to have efficient and a viable transport available if you go deep into say up country where raw material is abundant but getting transport is like intermittent because of all these factors 
it is not so scalable or scaled up vis-a-vis say solar if you put a solar plant you can have a like 500 megawatt solar plant there are you know solar uh, facilities which are like 100 megawatt 500 megawatt it just require land but biofuel this is one factor most important factor for a small manufacturer is the agriculture residue is available for a period of 4 to 5 months after harvesting because after that either they go for next crop or there are you know other factors so a small manufacturer has to buy the agriculture residue within those 3 to 4 months for the entire year that blocks the huge working capital for uh, the the manufacturer on top of that there is no specific uh, uh, i would say scheme from the government to aid that manufacturing logically it should come into priority sector lending because you are buying agriculture residue and you giving additional income to the farmer so as a as a representative of the industry we will be preparing uh, a, a notation for consideration of this particular industry in the priority sector that is besides the point but because of all these factors uh, we see the scalability issue in this particular uh, biofuel manufacture Hmm. Okay, so you mentioned a number of points, Ashwin. You are saying that bio fuels is not available throughout. Moisture can make it difficult uh, for people to compress it. Where it is available, where transport is not available. So all these factors mean that there are a lot of local players, and there would be local consumers. So, uh, so in in this commoditized nature of this this. fuel how do you bring value to your customers and how are you able to uh, you know manage these challenges oh that's a home secret but anyway i'll reveal it <laughs> uh as you said yes these are these are the problems with the industry but that is where we saw the value add or the gap for which where we can fit in and do value add to our clients so what we focused on is basically strengthen our supply chain team strengthen our processes and have people available at different location to check on quality because in this particular field three things are important for client when we offer our services one is quality of the product now to ensure quality we have our relationship manager at different location and they educate my contract manufacturer franchisee manufacturer or even our own plant right from purchase of the agriculture residue how you should purchase what are the factor you should look at and what you should do to avoid contamination of you know something like soil and all because this is the agri residue so quality is and there are very small processes which we have developed in house which make ensures that the quality is improved so quality is most important because it affects the ratios while burning in the boiler and which are critical for the end user the corporate mm-hmm. second is consistency because boiler is the heart of any manufacturing process the fuel which goes into boiler is very very important although it may not be very high in terms of monetary you know input to the company but in terms of running the process it's very critical hmm. so consistency or the reliability of supply is very important that's where we have proved ourselves for our last 5 years and some of the market clients have been with us on that factor only because beat monsoon or any other season we ensure that the boiler never stops for this particular fuel availability of this particular fuel how we do that we have you know back end tie up we have storage temporarily done at some of the location for some of the critical client so reliability is the most important factor fourth is compliance 
when you are talking about such an unorganized or scattered industry uh, there are small manufacturers you know there are you know not so exposed people in this and compliance is ignored when i say compliance it is basically labor compliance at the plant level it is gst while you know uh, you have to file for gst eva bill there's so and so many small things which needs to be taken care of because those matter for any market client and that is where we, our systems come in place and we ensure that those are met so all these factors are important for biofuel junction to offer our services to the client and we have ensured all these factors so if i have to supply say x quantum to us of my client i ensure i have 1.3x available at the back end with me so that i can fulfill x that is how we offer our services okay so basically you are helping these micro enterprises uh, supply consistent quality through your processes and then you have built up the logistics Uh, to ensure that it gets delivered on time and uh, you know of and and adheres to a particular quality right that that's perfect yeah okay so what you do you know it does seem like a asset heavy industry you are manufacturing to some extent or whatever you know you are extending credits to your suppliers you are also storing the the fuel but you haven't had to raise external capital so far right so how have you funded your growth uh yes it is a i mean if you want to be only manufacturer then it's a capital heavy industry because you will not have economies of scale you will be required to put up multiple plants at multiple hmm. location if hmm. you want to be viable in the market how do we do that we have nine plants under contract manufacturing arrangement we have four plants under franchise arrangement where we are given machines or some equipment uh, to the manufacturer and we have our own manufacturing facility making pellets ourselves so mm-hmm. in terms of capital yes uh, we have managed you know uh, even during covid times we have managed with meager capital and we raised some capital uh, in 2019 and some capital in 2000 21 november 21 and that has helped us to scale up our business to all the market clients mm-hmm. and we are looking ahead for more capital because there is growth uh, there is positioning which we have done for last 5 years and there is ample demand mm-hmm. to scale it up mm-hmm. okay so partially outsourcing the manufacturing has helped now ashwin let's talk about where you are in your journey now in terms of your reach and the amount of biofuels you handle and what are the next 6 months looking like oh uh, currently i think every brick every biofuel player is at a sweet spot uh, we are no exception uh, in last 6 months we doubled our turnover we are currently uh, basically currently aggregating and manufacturing and supplying 6500 tons of briquettes and pellets to market clients i already shared the names like reliance hindustan unilever pepsico americos of the world uh, we continue to work with them and uh, in next 6 months we see there is a huge demand which is coming from the power players after mm-hmm. a 2022 budget which made co-firing mandatory there is a huge rush from the power players to co-fire biomass at 5% along with coal and that level of that quantum is not it available in the market mm-hmm. and the system is not geared because co-firing primarily requires fuel in the form of either pellets or the raw biomass raw mm-hmm. biomass again difficult to transport and store and handle 
pellet there is no ecosystem to manufacture mm-hmm. that quantum of biomass yet yeah so these are the factors but i think next 6 months are looking very very attractive for growth someone who has processes to handle yeah. that one that uh, type of growth and which we have been doing for last 4 years putting up the processes so people in the field to capture that growth right. so uh, as i as i said 6500 we are looking to hit 15000 in by next year end that is our target but these are per month figures yeah yeah Yeah, that's that's wonderful, uh, Ashwin. And when you double your volume, I'm sure you will need lot of uh, um, you know micro entrepreneurs again to set up these uh, facilities, right? So, so lastly, yes. I want to know that if if someone is looking to set up such a facility and they want to work with you, what all should they come prepared with before they meet you? Uh, that is that is very very important, Bharti, and. i am very proud that biofuel junction over last 4 years have actually upgraded many raw material agents many small entrepreneurs on you know with our support of machines capital guidance all sorts of support to make them successful briquette manufacturers and they are they are stuck with they are with us for last 4 years as a dedicated supplier so anyone wants to enter we personally feel that if you have your personal involvement if you are close to a raw material source then it's a you know it's a no brainer for anyone when can get into bricket manufacturing and have good profit because there is so much demand available so if anyone wants to do can get in touch with personally we can guide them through the process even also getting uh, loans from the bank all sorts of things which we have helped others we can do that and we are available through our website through our office at in mumbai at cyan we also have a manufacturing facility in nagpur butiburi industrial area so wherever anyone wants to get in touch we are most welcome okay but there should be people who are uh, who have access to biomass supply right easy access to biomass supply any any person who is confident of getting access to biomass supply that is agriculture residue because finally you are buying it from farmers or the local agents hmm. if you have any connection with the rural areas because it is it has to be manufactured in the rural areas or right. the raw material closer areas so anyone can uh, go for it uh, we have the perfect model ready in terms of how much budget is required where the capex to be fined and how pragmatically it has to be apportioned all those things we, we can guide Okay. Okay. Thank you, Ashwin, for your time and best wishes to Biofuels Junction. Thank you very much, Bharti. Thank you for listening to the Green Business Podcast. This show is brought to you by Fine Train, an advisory firm that supports green businesses in fundraising. You can read more on us on finetrain.com. Thanks again, and see you next time.